Hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us back in the studio now in the month of August for a whole new session. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We're glad that you could join us here and, and make it for a little bit of tea and sitting time. So if you're new to this practice, if this is perhaps um, totally new for you, the setup is really simple. So I'll just review really quickly what you might need or what might be helpful for you in your practice. Um, we do prepare tea together when we're getting started here. So we'll start with some tea meditation. And for that, you just need a bowl or a nice mug, something that feels comfortable to hold, uh, a loose leaf tea that you would like to practice with today. Uh, tea bags are fine as well. We cue things around loose leaf tea because it just gives us more sensory input that's really interesting and helpful and feedback and helps us to connect more with our tea as a practice versus tea as like a beverage or something that we're just drinking while we're, we're sitting. And uh, you'll need access to hot water somehow. So having your kettle heating while we're getting settled, your kettle might be next to you. If you happen to be in a space where you have your kettle plugged in, you might also need to get up and go to your kitchen if your hot water kettle is there. And you know, feel free to take your time as we're doing so because we do this part nice and slow. So if you do need to get up uh, when your water's ready, don't feel like you have to just pop on up and rush over, take your time especially with the theme for this month, our exploration is really, we're going to be going slow. <laughs> you know, we're not trying to fit in more work here. <laughs> so just start your hot water heating. And then, you know, I think in our sessions, a lot of times I, I do see folks writing notes or journaling. I think having a journal is really helpful to have nearby. And I think especially with this month's session and, and particularly with our first couple of sessions this month, because we're going to be doing some inquiry work, you know, asking ourselves some questions and just sitting with whatever comes up. So you might want to have a notebook handy just to take some, some notes for yourself. Um, otherwise, anything in your space that feels like it helps you to arrive and to be comfortable, you know, so making sure that there's relatively free of clutter on your table or your space and that you're sitting somewhere nice and comfortable that you can relax for the time that we are together. And once you have those things gathered up, you think you're ready to go, let's go ahead and get settled together. So the first thing, just taking a moment to, we call this arrive at where we're sitting, arrive to our practice. Right, so this transition time from before we come to sit down to ah, really allowing ourselves to sit. So making yourself nice and comfortable in whatever cushion you're sitting on or your chair, your sofa, maybe you're just on the floor, maybe you're outside. Maybe you have the joy of being able to be outside this morning or whenever you're listening to this. Just consciously transition to the awareness of sitting and arriving to your practice, acknowledging that this is you time. The radical act of hitting pause on your day, on the busyness, and arriving, transitioning to something different. 
sitting up comfortably tall without feeling that we have to strain or we're holding a rigid posture, but just tall enough that we can notice that there's not any rounding in the back or crunching forward in the front of the body, that the breath can move easily and freely. And that the head can be perched atop the spine instead of rounding forward to look at her phone or something. And from this viewpoint, the eyes can see everything in the room, like you're surveying your land. And we might see things in the room or perhaps out the window that are pleasant to look at, soothing. Can take in the space of us arriving to our practice, arriving to this little pause in our day. And noticing how you're holding your hands. Hands are a vivid form of expression for holding tension. Maybe we're making a fist or our fingers are curled in and we don't even notice it until we hit stop for a moment. It's just noticing your hands. Can they be a little bit more relaxed, more softened? Can they simply just not do for a moment? Now notice your breathing without feeling that you have to change it or deepen it or make it longer, a certain pattern. Just notice the simplicity of being able to breathe in and breathe out. Notice if the breath feels tense at all, like there's some hesitation to go into some areas of the body. Maybe it wants to stay in just one location. And can your breath bring more full awareness for how are you feeling today? I mean, really, how are you feeling today? All of it. And where you might feel tension with the awareness that there might be some discomfort, there might be areas we just don't know what to do with right now. Seeing if the awareness of the breath itself just help us to breathe into those spaces just a little bit, just to soften them. Notice how you physically feel in your body when you invite this awareness. Where are you holding tension? Where are you able to hold space? We'll just pause here for a few quiet breaths together before transitioning to Practicing our breathing with our tea.
And then whenever you're ready, shifting your awareness just slightly to include your tea that waits for you. Where is your tea right now? Maybe it's in a little dish waiting for you, or it's in a wrapper waiting to be opened. Just bring your awareness to your tea that you decided you wanted to invite to practice today. And picking your tea up with your hands, and noticing the leaves, noticing the shape of them, their color, their texture as we run our fingers through them. And doing so with the acute awareness that these are leaves. These are leaves that came from a plant, a living, wonderful friend. So it's not an inanimate, dead thing that you hold. These are leaves that are still full of much life. Bring them to the nose. And breathe in and breathe out over your tea. Breathing in that nourishment, that life that the tea offers you. Breathing out, releasing whatever is ready to soften today. Just appreciating the simplicity, breathing in, breathing out with your tea, nothing else to do right now. And then now go ahead and serve yourself a little bit of tea into your bowl or mug, just taking a little pinch with a few fingers, something that seems like a nice little spoonful of tea, placing it in the bowl. And if you have experience with preparing tea this way with us before, you'll maybe want to add a little bit more, a little bit less to your preference. It's something that we learn as we practice with our tea more, just how much we need on a given day. And there's not a right or a wrong to it. It's just a feeling. And then if your hot water is ready to go, go ahead and make any movements that you need in your space to go get your hot water. It's going nice and slow. It's not a chore to get up and get yourself water. Any movement in our space right now, this is all intentional and part of our practice. So just go easy. Noticing the weight of the hot water as you're holding it. The warmth that radiates from the kettle. And once you have your hot water, go ahead and start adding water very slowly over the leaves. Seeing if you can slow down that little stream coming out from the spout. So it's just a small little ribbon. Appreciating the sound and 
the visual, the steam and the swirling leaves and just the utter slowness of adding water to tea with nothing else to do right now. And setting your kettle down, you may wish to keep it nearby in case you'd like to add more water to your leaves a little bit later, have some more tea as we're listening to the rest of our talk today. And turning to face your bowl or your mug so that it's directly in front of you. Either you're holding it perhaps, or it's resting on a table or a floor in front of you, but it is what you see when you look directly ahead and slightly down. Notice the shape, the formation of the leaves inside the bowl, any movement that might be there. And allowing yourself to notice the space around the leaves, the empty water. The water that is full of possibility. And your hands can either be resting in the lap or if it's comfortable having them alongside the bowl, perhaps just resting gently next to it or against the bowl for some warmth. And just simply observe. Observe what it's like to sit with the tea, sit with yourself, and to really try to not do anything else right now. What does that feel like in the body today? And we often preface inquiries like this by saying, what does it feel like today or right now? Because we're acknowledging that Maybe it felt different yesterday or last week. So we don't have to try to have this idea of being a consistent way every single day, because that's just not how the world around you is. So why should you be that way? So how are you feeling today? How does it feel to just sit with your tea everything else off your list right now. Are there perhaps two to three words, two to three single words that come to mind right now as you allow yourself to just stop the doing, put things down and come to tea? And giving yourself permission to just notice that the words don't have to be pleasant. 
it doesn't have to feel completely comfortable to do this. We might feel anxious, we might feel distracted, we might be feeling a whole lot of things coming into this. But can we just name it? And if it feels comfortable, we can pick up our tea bowl, bring the tea to our nose. And the two to three words that you have chosen for yourself, bringing those in your awareness as you breathe in and out. And as you breathe with your tea, appreciating and just noticing the fragrance that the tea offers, following that awareness in the body as you breathe the tea, what happens to those words? What happens to those feelings, in other words? Do they become clearer? louder or do they fade away were they there for a moment and then they wash away could you perhaps even locate the sensation in your body And if the temperature seems okay for your tea, we can go ahead and take a sip of our tea. And if this is again a new practice for you, might need to negotiate a little bit in finding some space between the leaves to sip through them, or sipping through the teeth perhaps. And just notice if that feels awkward or confusing or not quite sure how to do it. And that's okay too. We're just learning something new. And if you've been practicing with tea this way for quite a while, perhaps see if you can remember what was that like back when you were new to drinking tea from a bowl like this. thinking on what was challenging or confusing or just really curious to you. What was it that you wondered about back then? And just moving at your own pace and time, taking a sip of tea, noticing how it feels, how it feels in the mouth and the throat as it makes its way down in the chest, into the belly. is that little bit of warmth and awareness due for any tension that's in the body or any tension that's in the mind. And then going nice and slow, 
just after a little pause to consider how you feel whenever you need, just taking another sip. You can drink as much tea or as little tea as you feel that you need today. Just observe, just watch what happens to any tension in the body or in the mind. As you drink your tea, while also still holding an awareness, these again two or three words that just kind of sum up how you're feeling today, what happens to them? Notice how you're holding your tea bowl. Notice where you feel the weight of the tea most in the palm of the hand. The muscles of the fingers, how you're wrapping the fingers around the bowl. Are your hands softened and opened? Is there space around the fingers that you can feel the air or space even around the palms? Or are you grasping the bowl and hugging it really tightly and bringing it close to you? Again, there's not a should way that this needs to be done. It doesn't have to look or feel like anything, but just observe how you're expressing yourself with your teeth through your hands and just be curious about that be curious with how you're drinking your tea Are you drinking it fast? Are you taking in really large, deep, thirsty kind of swallows from it? Not quite chugging it, but something pretty close. Are you taking small, little quiet sips? And is there a long pause between each one? Again, just being curious. And the idea is that these things that we need, these things that we're trying to express, our emotions through the body, and we can watch as that's happening. We can watch that in the way that we drink our tea, that we hold it, how tight we are with it, how loose, how distant, how close. And we don't have to change it. We just have to acknowledge it. Just naming it, letting it be. 
because you are the only person that can name it. You are the only person who's going to know what it feels like to be in your body today. That is your truth. And wherever you are with your bowl of tea, just setting it down for a moment. And again, you can add more hot water to it if you like in a few moments to have more tea for the rest of our practice. But just notice what is left in the bowl, how much tea remains, how the leaves have changed over the few minutes that we've been here. And turning that a little bit on yourself too. However large or small, what little bit has shifted for you. In times of deep stress, intense life changes and situations and uncertainty, when everything around you seems big, sometimes the most comforting thing can be to notice inside what is small. You don't have to pit yourself against the large and looming of the outside all the time. And in these quiet ways, this is how we can perhaps begin to acknowledge what we actually need to heal. What do we need to move forward? Even if it's just something like a sip of tea and five minutes of your day.
I had a really lovely studio visit. Um, well, more of just a tea, actually more of a tea date recently uh, with um, an artist I really admire, actually the artist who um, built the altar that I use. Um, their name is Jeffrey. And Jeffrey uh, was talking about the process of making things, the creative, the creative process, and how important it has become to not get any feedback before Jeffrey has decided that a work is complete. Um, because feedback in process at this point, you know, in their practice, creates kind of signal interference. And especially with something as subtle and tender and emergent as art, the, the connection to internal knowing is just so paramount, you know. For example, when I paint, um, when I'm working on a painting, if I were to have someone come in to look at something that's kind of in process, they might say, oh, you know what, that is beautiful, just like it is. And I'll go, oh, oh, okay, well, I guess it's done. And then uh, a bit down the road, I'll wonder, why am I so dissatisfied with this painting? In thinking about what burnout feels like for me, I was thinking about actually one of the very first themes of Tea and Contemplation, uh, when Suze and I explored the various bodies of the koshas. This is a, a yogic theory, uh, a way of kind of explaining the complexity of what it is to be a human being. That we have this physical body, but we also have this energetic body. Um, and we even have subtle things like a wisdom body or a body that is composed entirely of the luminous awareness itself. And so you have all of these realms, really. And I think that for me, burnout is when the, the candle goes out in all of the, of the realms. <laughs> and this is distinct from like when the candle is only snuffed in the physical realm, right? When I am physically depleted and exhausted, it's different than being burnt out because uh, I still have access to uh, my passion, uh, my inspiration. I'm just tired, you know, I need, I need to restore this body and uh, you know, can do that with a combination of gentle practices and rest. But so I, you know, I think the, the road to burnout has something to do with 
uh, ignoring that input, right? When the body is like, hey, we're done, right? And we, we, keep, we keep going. Um, what I've learned from practicing yoga is that this ignoring of a signal like that uh, when the body says like, hey, listen to me, and I'm like, no thanks. Uh, that, is the, that is the beginning of actually falling out of yoga or losing yoga, right? Um, <clears throat> and so the, the theory really could be said that um, yoga is a natural state. It's just that we, um, through our activity in the world disconnect from that sense of integration. Um, so burnout is decentering, I, I think. And that's part of what makes it really uh, profound and difficult. Because when we disconnect, um, we forget that we've disconnected. And we embody the state of disconnection as though it's our natural state, you know, and sometimes I think this path of recovery from burnout, you know, it can't happen like, like, like all things, it can't happen until there's recognition of like what has been lost. the loss of connection to this core or center knowing this very subtle pulsation that is kind of our, our tether to spirit. When we lose that, the world sort of goes grayscale. For me, anyway, everything becomes uh, an intellectual calculation and the calculations are always like overwhelmingly complex. And when we lose that spirit tether, that internal compass, uh, I think also we encourage ourselves to ignore that it's happening because now we're completely oriented externally. So, you know, I might be burnt out, but somebody that I know that has a very similar life, let's say in some ways, doesn't appear to be burnt out from my superficial observation of them, right? Like that person's doing fine. I must also be doing fine. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I think when, when we lose that connection, we also lose the ability to conceive of ourselves as we really are. And instead we almost become um, like abstractions, uh, metrics. We become sort of different kinds of, of metrics.
Suze has given us just some really beautiful practices here. They encouraged us to name that which is unpleasant in addition to naming that which is pleasant. Because really both, both are parts of the tether, right? And that this process of working with the tea is like applying a little bit of warmth and awareness. A little bit of warmth and awareness. In a moment, I'm going to play this little tongue drum. And I encourage you to just sip and let things soak in. And we'll have some time during which you're all encouraged to share uh, any reflections, no matter how fully formed or partially formed they may be. Your voice is really welcome here. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always find me at info at adamgrassi.com. My last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I. Suze? And you can reach me at suze at beingtea.com, S-O-O-Z, beingtea.com. Tea and Contemplation is uh, a live broadcast every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Central Time. And you are very welcome to join us for uh, our studio session where we have a, a group sharing circle for community support around our topics each month. We hope to see you soon.